Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Scorch Camel. I have a really special guest, actually, right now. I mean, you know, it's actually pretty cool for season two because we always have some special shit going on. But, uh, yeah, I got a really special guest. I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself right now. Oh, I don't know. Who am I? I'm Angela. Angela. Uh, Angela who are Baxter. you, though? Who am I? Um, you I are know. Corey's mom. I am Corey's mom, and I am Ian's mom. Yeah, I am also them. Isabella and Gabrielle's mom. I haven't got them on the podcast yet. You but I But I've gotten Corey and Ian on there, and Margot. So you're Margot's grandma. I am well. Margot's grandma. Yeah, Margot's the dopest shit I've ever fucking had. Dude, so. it's so cool too because when I got her on the well, podcast, well, besides my bike. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got to get you to your granddaughter, so... No, no, it's got to get me to a fucking wheelie. It doesn't got to get me anywhere but to a fucking wheelie. <laughs> I love you, Margo, but fuck my granddaughter where this is concerned. <laughs> oh, I'm so... Did I say that out loud? Oh, shit. No, it's fine. Don't even worry. That's like, that's like, that's like when, I have, when I had my best friend on here. Like She has like five kids and stuff uh, like that, and people are probably just like, well, Jesus, man, she has five kids. What's she doing hanging out with you? And it's like, well, fuck them kids for a second. Let her, <laughs> that's right. Let her do her thing. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, that's right. Let her yes. just enjoy herself. Like, there's moms, and but they're also people. Like, let moms yeah. be people. You know what I mean? Well, and moms, at the end of the day, are just people. Exactly. Just like people, you know. We do good things and bad things and crazy things and funny things and, yeah. So it was go- a fucking break, man. I know. So I'm going to go ahead and hit this bulk. And like I say all the time, ladies and gentlemen of the podcast, if you're smoking or drinking or doing your thing, go ahead and do yours because we're doing ours right now. So before I hit this bowl, though, I'm going to ask you a question real What's quick. That? So you got this new horror. Record. I do. Why don't you I tell do. people a little bit about it? All right. So um, I'll give you a little backstory. About six months ago, I was doing a Black Lives Matter um, protest, you know, rally thing. And we rode with the Port City Wheelie crew uh, here in Stockton, California. Uh, shout out to Port City. Um, and I started writing, we went on a ride out and I got hooked on the whole BMX fucking, uh, big ripper SE bike thing. And so, um, last Wednesday I got a, or the 2021 Haro slow ride. It's purple. It's purple. I call her purple haze and I am on my way to riding wheelies. So, so for people who don't know, a Haro is a bicycle yes. and it's a very specific BMX brand yes yes and it's really fucking nice and it's not the walmart haro at all <laughs> right <laughs> sorry sorry walmart no oh, uh real quick shout out to pit boy it's my best friend wouldn't be here without him i always got him on here if you guys heard him barking earlier that's why i was snapping because mm-hmm. he's i let him don't don't put leashes on your best friends unless they ask you know so here you go all right <clears throat> go ahead your turn for the ball. i need the lighter oh damn there we go. I'm always wearing a sweatsuit now because it's so cold. Yeah. I lose With bleach stains, yes. See, this is what happens whenever you clean houses and stuff like that. <laughs> See, they... I was going to ask you a question to talk on here while I was doing this, but now I, I don't have a question. So. <laughs> oh, it's good. Yeah, the reason why I have the bleach stains and stuff like that is because I've been making like my homemade uh, bug spray. Well, it's really like an all-in-one spray or whatever. Uh, just keep the lighter further. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> it um, It's Dr. Bronner's... Uh, Pine tree oil, <coughs> orange oil, and peppermint oil. And it fucking... <coughs> it kills bugs. It repels them. <coughs> it cleans your car. I was wondering what you were talking about. That's right. You said a bug spray. I thought... I was thinking cleaner. So. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's an everything cleaner. Like, I, I, I we wash dishes with it. Like And it, what's nice about Dr. Bronner's is it's super concentrated. So I just put it in a spray bottle. I could just spray the whole house with it. Wash it <laughs> this down is with not hose. a plug. I'm not getting yeah. paid for this. I'm not getting paid for this at all. It's literally just magic. Dr. Bronner's is just getting some super fucking <laughs> yeah. free advertisement I right know, now. I know, for real. Yeah, <laughs> Honestly, I didn't even think about that. That's hilarious. I'm all Hopefully high. they don't get 
mad. I'm off. It's, I, I say this all the time. I don't know who listens to this in the world. Oh, I snorted. That's hilarious. I don't know who listens to this in the world, but like, I'm in California and I'm like smoking weed talking about Dr. Bronner's. They're like this fucking hippie guy. But then on the other episodes, I'm like, yeah, guns and fuck the government. And they're just like, who is this guy? You know? Uh, you know, there's more of us in California than you know. But I, I, I the reason why we're I'm, hippies that fucking carry guns. That's what we are. I, the reason why I started this podcast really is because like I wanted to get you on there. Like, I like immortalizing people's souls. I feel like if you have a dope soul, like you need to get on there. The internet's for forever. Sorry if you didn't mm-hmm. want to be on here, but I wanted to get you on here because now people are going to know. You don't know who you're going to help out in the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that shit's crazy. Like it's it's so nuts. Like and then like I said earlier, there's a nine minute mark and there's a fifty six minute mark. And man, that first nine minute mark, it's so you know, just like what the fuck are we gonna talk about? You know what I mean? And it just it it just it just flows through. But uh, Ricky, earlier, Ricky, was- Ricky. <laughs> Every time I see Ricky, I think of I don't know if anybody has seen the movie Better Off Dead, but anyways, there's this lady and she has a fucking stupid ridiculous kid named Ricky and she always says, oh Ricky I don't know, anyways, I lost it there you go, see, Ricky got me high fucking Ricky <laughs> I got uh, I got this guy uh, Mr. Bread, he's a rapper mm-hmm. and stuff like that oh, he's a rich dude, he's really about his Mr. stuff Bread. yeah, he loves God, like, you know I'm not, he super, loves God. I'm not super religious, but he has like a beautiful wife and she he does real estate God. and he loves God, he, like, he's just a good dude you know what I mean? But I got him high over at the park, and I was uh-huh. with, like, seven of his homies, and they were like, man, if you see this white dude named Ricky at the park, do <laughs> not get high with him, because he'll get you fucked up. <laughs> Did He's you like, have him smoking chop? Yeah, no, I had him smoking a blunt. Like, that's the thing. Like, I got, uh-huh. I got Cameron's weed, so uh-huh. I got... I got I, so Cameron got good weed? Oh, yeah, yeah. Cameron got really yeah. good weed this season. I'm going to have to get a hold of him then, because I've been getting low mid-grade lately. I've been... I literally have bought... Uh, he has a strain called Magic Melon. I uh-huh. bought probably a half a pound off of him altogether. Is it that good? I, the only reason why is because it's been helping out with the podcast so much. <laughs> like, I'll get people high, they'll start laughing. Is it a sativa laughing. or an indica? What's the matter? Is it a sativa or an indica? I don't... I think it's a sativa. Is I think the Magic Melon is. This, yeah, isn't, that, this isn't the Magic Melon. That sounds good to me. I, anything that makes me want to dance, that's the kind of weed I want to smoke. <laughs> right. It makes me want to dance and ride my bike. That's all I'm about. That's about... I'm about it. I like Cameron's weed, and the reason why I wanted people to smoke it. <laughs> it's this is this is from my OG. So my OG <laughs> okay. around my neighborhood. He's uh-huh. he's a cool dude. I'm gonna get him is on he? the podcast around That's here. That's cool. But yeah, he's always just showed me love. Like I'm uh-huh. not I'm not from Poplar Street. I'm from. <laughs> And no, like, I'm, in, I'm from Monroe Court. I no, think, I'm not. I'm not really from Monroe either. Like I, I moved around a lot inside Stockton, so I'm not really from like any street or court. So uh-huh. with, with the OGs, like especially with how I move, like I always uh-huh. carry like a bong around with me. I always have a bunch of people inside uh-huh. my house, uh-huh. you know, back and forth, and always like usually like white dudes, and then all of a sudden there's like a a black dude, a Cambodian dude, and a fucking <laughs> Mexican dude, and you're like, wait, what's going on? You know? <laughs> right. And, and I come home at two o'clock, and then sometimes I go to sleep at eight, and you're like, what's this guy doing? So people. People inside my neighborhood think I'm a I'm a little interesting, but every time I always see everybody, you're, not, you're eccentric. I'm eccentric. You're there eccentric. we go. Yeah, I'm coming home with like crazy velvet suits on and shit. Everybody's like, look at that fucking it. white dude. Who is this you know? kid? So, Who is this fucking kid? What does he think he is? So it's good that the OGs appreciate you know that, and they just rock with me and you know and everything. Because the OGs understand that it's doing that vibey shit that gets you fucking by every day. Hey, they saw me when I was buff for the military though, yeah, and like they yeah. saw me with my walk. They were like, they were like, you're in the military. Oh, your neck's smaller. I know. I your got skinnier. Your neck is smaller since the last time I saw you. I, I didn't lost, even notice that until you just said that. That's what looks different. I lost 30 pounds. You're not That's a fucking, happened. like, what is that name? What do you call those Leathernecks? Guys? Yes. You're, no, no. The freaking jock guys with their fucking stupid fat neck <laughs> that I hated in high school. Dude, I mean, yeah, no, I, the only reason I said leatherneck is because that's what Marines are called. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you just do so many pull-ups, you're just like, you're flexing your traps <laughs> and your neck so much that your just neck just gets big and you're yelling all the time. Uh-huh. So it was it was great. I loved it. Oh, by the way, uh, 
It's November 11, 2020. Mm-hmm. Happy Veterans Day to anybody who's a veteran. I'm yes. a vet, actually, so happy Veterans Day to me. I didn't do that much, but to everybody who did a bunch of stuff, man, thank you guys so much, and, and ladies as well. Um, Absolutely. But, Absolutely. Uh, and if you're into the spiritual vibey shit, it's the 11-11 porthole. Hey, porthole? Port- portal? Portal, yeah. Portal? And, um, portal? and it's 2020, so it's like a double kind of like intensity kind of mm-hmm. thing if you're into that spiritual vibey shit. I've actually, you know, right now, I don't really like believe Set in like intentions. the whole like, I don't really like believe in like the whole like numerology, mm-hmm. fucking astrology thing mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I've been trying to give it a try mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. but I've been letting mm-hmm. other people do it for me. You know what I mean? I don't know if I believe it or not. I'm just open to it. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm slightly skeptical mm-hmm. about all mm-hmm. things until they've proven to be true, but. You know, I'm open to it, man. And I've had some weird, crazy fucking synchronicities happen. So, you know, there's think, magical shit happening out there. I think it's it's good as a businessman because that's, that's really kind of what I am now is just mm. more of like a businessman. Like, I think people who are business people get demonized a lot. Like, I'm just a guy just trying to make money and no, feed people. No, you're trying people. to fucking get your, exactly. get your fucking nut. We all deserve to get our nut. Fuck anybody <laughs> who says different. Fuck anybody who says different. Um... So yeah, no, it's, yeah, literally, I, so I feel like when they demonize, like, people who are trying to make, like, I'm trying to make a million dollars by January 2022, I said the only Dude, role, me, I'm trying to make a million dollars by June 28th of 21, all right, Pitboy, lay down, not trying, I intend, I am manifesting a million dollars by June 28th of 2021, manifesting that i'm not trying shit i am doing because right. i only do shit i don't try anything right now so i listen to this guy shouts out to patrick bet david he's the one who started this whole journey for me really besides my drill instructor that i met who's worth 13 million every year off passive income if you guys don't know what the fuck passive income is look it up change my whole life around anyway um <laughs> it's that shit you get for doing nothing it's that shit you get when you sleep and you make money yeah it's you get that shit for wonderful. playing you you and <laughs> it comes from people that you know it comes from stuff that you have it comes from everything it's mm-hmm. wonderful but the thing is people get demonized about this whole thing and i think as a business mindset especially for for people i think it's good that what business people do is they keep people around them that are useful mm-hmm. not not in a bad way they no, want a not team at all. i think me since i don't believe in numerology spiritually you know spirituality <laughs> as much as anymore you know uh-huh. what i mean i'm more like i, I like osho a lot osho he he talked about walking the razor's edge uh-huh. anyway I like keeping people around me for that. You know what I mean? If they're they're just dope individuals, I'd rather have a better team. Patrick Bet David, he's the one. He told me he was like, well, he didn't tell me specifically, but in his video, he was like, I wanted to make a million dollars, so I went celibate, and I just I didn't have sex for 17 months, and I went and made a million dollars. So I said, I'm gonna beat him by a month, and I'm gonna do it in 16. Right on. Right. Right on. Are you celibate? No. And the thing is, is this, <laughs> he says no, 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 no. So this is what this is what I learned. <laughs> right. This is this is what I learned. Right. And I've been doing this a lot because you know me. I've been celibate, try to be a monk, try to be a Marine. I know, you've done it all. I've done it all, right? You've done it all, man. You know what the only rule of making money is? Making money. That's the only fucking rule. It doesn't matter if you're having sex, not having sex, whatever the fuck you're doing, man. As long as you're making money, you're actually doing shit. I guess you've already done the celibacy thing. I've already done all that. That stuff's not going to help me. That's what I learned. I tried it it and literally got three days in. Not, Not that I had sex like three days in, but I was just like, I was like, honestly, I was like, what am I doing different? I was like, I was well, like, no, there is a cre- certain creativity that comes from sexual energy, the fr- the buildup of sexual energy. Now, now, I I have found a cheat code for that. <laughs> he says, I found. Well, tell me about the cheat code. I would love to know. For men, though, not for women, because I don't know how to how necessarily <laughs> it is for women. You know what I mean? Because I don't know how estrogen works, but I know how testosterone okay. works, right? Okay. So uh, a lot of people You're like they, I only bust half a nut. No, no, no. <laughs> 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 <Right>. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, no. So if you if you look up on the internet, everybody's doing that whole like no, no November thing right uh -huh. now, and the no fap stuff, and guys are always like demonizing women now and shit uh -huh. and whatever. Well, because women have demonized men for so fucking long, I can't blame them. And I'm I'm down for women who are pro man. I would love a woman, honestly. Dude, in my be life. pro man, dude. They're not the enemy, man. We, they're not the enemy. And we're not either. Like like women That's aren't what the I'm enemy. Saying. Yeah, women aren't the You're enemy. You're not the enemy. Yeah, we're not. And what I think what I think people balance, need to do balance, bitch. Find some balance. I think I think people need to have a business mindset when it comes to that idea. <laughs> Relationships too, huh? When it comes to because you know what? <laughs> I, I'll listen I'll listen to a lot of people and really like honestly all these millionaire guys have the best fucking relationships and because I, it's about constant renegotiation. And they're they always they always do team building exercises, uh -huh. conversate, make yes. plans. They do and that stuff yeah. is and what I learned about a narcissist is narcissists need to be reminded about adult stuff constantly. Uh-huh. They know what the fuck they're doing. Stop 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 letting them do their thing. They're a fucking adult. Let them be an adult. Yeah, you have you know to leave I mean? them. You have to, you have to just let them do their thing. You have thing. to fucking just draw, get the fuck away from that motherfucker because the, he ain't never. All that shit's bullshit. It never helps. Oh it never helps anything. Like we were saying. I wish I'd have known about narcissists fucking ten years ago. Right. Exactly. I would have saved a whole fucking eight years of bullshit. I know. But then I wouldn't have a really cool kid. So. Well, it's the trade off. It's more than that. It's like it's like you you need a narcissist to not be a narcissist. You need somebody who's there around you. Now it sounds bad, right? Because. Narcissists aren't necessarily bad people unless you're trying to get something out of them. <laughs> then, unless you want them to be productive members of society, <laughs> I don't want them to. I don't want anybody to be a productive member of society uh -huh. because so many people are so riddled with mental issues and health problems. I'd rather have them take care of themselves first. Well, sure, you know, but you gotta live too. Right, and that's 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 what that's what living right? is really is. Right, health over wealth. You know what I mean? No, no, I'm not saying wealth. I'm saying being able to eat. Right. No, that's what that's what I mean. You know like, what I mean? like I eat I eat fucking tuna packets, peanut butter, I mean, applesauce, yeah, and yeah. frozen vegetables. Yeah. I don't live the most glorious fucking life yeah. but i'm healthier than 90 percent of people i know yeah. well yeah for sure when i was over at when i was over at Corey's house it was uh -huh. kind of weird but I, I was just making a joke or whatever because uh -huh. somebody was talking about working out or whatever and, and you know, by the way i have the dopest kids ever right yeah <laughs> dopest kids ever cough it up just dropped an ep fucking check it out <laughs> yep <laughs> check it out because they're the dopest kids ever seth seth is too yes. yeah seth is dope oh dope just in his fuck. music video dude oh and the music video came out so good yeah just a number seth jacks seth earl jacks on youtube yeah oh my god it is it's such a good so video yeah. that was also when i was still buff too yeah. so i was all filling out my shirt and shit when i saw it i was like oh shit that's a long time ago i was like i didn't yeah. realize that's how long it was you know yeah. but uh yeah no you need you need constant reassurance especially from people who are around you who are going to tell you like i said like before we started the podcast honestly nice people are kind of the problem mm-hmm I need I need people who are gonna be like, hey yo, Ricky, like you're horrible at your job. I don't need people who are gonna tell you're me. You're kind of right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't need no. people. I don't need people, people who are gonna tell candy me candy coat shit. And, and like, so I was gonna ask you real quick. I was gonna ask you when you said that about being surrounded, surrounding yourself with good people. You don't mean people that are gonna just yes man you all all the time. You mean those people that are gonna be like, dude, you're full of shit right now. Now, now the word good inherently, I feel but, like, is demonized almost because you're, you're right. You're but thinking you of, like, understand what I'm saying. Suck ass. I'm people. talking about suck ass people. Yeah. People that are gonna just tell you what you want to hear because they want to keep sucking the life out of you. And and so I this is okay so this is this is actually gonna be a funny one so all right check this one out I said this in season one a lot right mm -hmm. and there's like two modes that guys go into right mm -hmm. and it's and they're they're both at the same time always <laughs> and I just want to keep it as simple I'm as possible I'm learning stuff here yay there's pimps and there's simps right uh -huh. honestly that's it simple as fuck right and there's good and bad to both of them uh -huh. right and every dude needs to just realize that it's okay to simp for the right person <laughs> it's okay to right? pimp for the right person uh -huh. it's okay to to know that you have that. Ooh, I have that. I know I'm good looking. I know I could get what I want, but uh -huh. I'm not going to because I know I need to be a good person. Uh -huh. That ability right there, that's uh -huh. being good. It's knowing that you can fuck somebody's life up. Uh -huh. 
But you just have that power, and that power you're using for good. And can I interject? And ladies, we have the same power. Yes. And so with the same responsibilities, with the same responsibilities. When you know yourself, you understand that you have the power to be the goddess, you know, of love and and passion and all these things. You get to be Aphrodite, but you also have to go over to being the mother, the giver, you know, the Magdalene. So, and Ricky's got to go chase his dog. Yay! So yeah, ladies, don't fuck own your own your femininity. Don't feel like you gotta always be on top. Well, I didn't even have to chase him. See, I trained him yeah. pretty good. Yes, you did. Um, yeah. All no, right. Okay, I'm I done think, with the lecture. I think what I actually like about that, what you were saying, is I was listening to Osho. Osho's really great because that's why I'm not celibate. Is because of Osho. He was talking about. <laughs> he talks about. He was like, he was like, mom, because he's from he's from the east, and uh -huh. in the east, like they have Buddhists, they have uh -huh. Hindus. Celibacy is a really big thing. He yeah. said, mom. I'm not going to be celibate. <laughs> and that right there in the East is like, right? smoking crack? You know right? what I mean? No chop. And he was, yeah, smoking chop. I call chop shitty heroin. You know I what call mean? it the crack of marijuana. It is, honestly. Yes. <laughs> but he, he was from the, he's from the 70s and the 80s. Mm -hmm. That's when he was really famous. Yeah. He wore all these crazy clothes. He mm -hmm. would drive Rolls Royces on the mm -hmm. wrong side of the road. Mm -hmm. And the cops would ask him, what are you doing? He said, I don't believe in rules. Mm -hmm. He said, I can have sex with as many women as I want. Why? Because women are erotic. He uh -huh. said, you need to treat them with respect. Uh -huh. He's like, you need, to, you need to tell them that you appreciate them every day uh -huh. because they're the reason why we have life. Uh -huh. He was like, that love that you're looking for is not inside of a woman. It's inside yourself. And mm -hmm. once you project that out, mm -hmm. you can fucking actually project that to women, to men, to mm -hmm. whatever you like. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Everybody's a goddess and a fucking god. I think god. that's cool. You know what I'm thinking? And you know what that reminds me? I was just talking to a friend earlier about Sid Guru. And I love him, not, because, not for the sake, but he's irreverent in that same sort of way. It's not that we should abstain from all these desires it's okay to be human and to have human experience but learn to understand you know what i mean separate it from you just gotta under you just there's a level of understanding that comes with understanding i guess my favorite quote from Sadhguru is hinduism is not a religion it doesn't have a book yeah stop trying to say it's a religion it's yeah. a thought process yeah. yeah it's a way of relieving yeah. karma and yeah. your dogmatic yeah. formula yeah. you have a certain he says all the time you have a certain software Mm -hmm. You need to just code that software to be so good when you shut off on restart mode. Mm -hmm. Every time you die is when you go to sleep. When you wake up and you reboot your system, it should be flawless. No viruses, no nothing. That's it should right. just run perfect. That's right. Sadhguru is so smart for that. He's so fucking... Dude, he's he's like 90 years old and he's riding a motorcycle across California right now, and okay? And he's on YouTube. Through the United States he's right now. YouTube, but he's, he's in California on Instagram. Right yeah. He's doing... He's so dope, dude. He's doing River he's Foundation. He's so dope. Yeah, no, he's a good he, dude. I so dope. I, have, I enjoy him so much. And he's so... Fu he's funny. He's funny. And we can't forget about Baba Ramdas. Yeah. Or Ramdev, I mean. Uh-huh. And Baba Ramdas. But Baba Ramdev right now, mm -hmm. he's the first Indian billionaire that I know of who's a yogi. Uh-huh. Oh, and he used to be an Olympic wrestler. Good for him. He, he sells... And he, he made that billion off of selling, like, aloe juice with wheatgrass shots. Like, healthy stuff uh -huh. for women and men who uh -huh. needed health products and stuff. And he doesn't tell people to be super skinny and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. He tells people that you need to be healthy. He does yoga, and he's, like, 60. Yeah. And this man does... Some amazing amount of push-ups really? I've ever seen. He's super flexible. <laughs> uh -huh. He hangs out with the Dalai Lama, uh -huh. and the Dalai Lama is so funny that he'll like grab Baba Ramdev's beard and uh -huh. pull it towards yeah. him. Yeah. And Baba Ramdas will like kind of wrestle with uh -huh. them. They're just so yeah. active, and yeah. they love life. And it's, and that's it. Well, and that's it. And back to I'll, I'll take that back to the bike thing. So what I would tell people, especially people that are <laughs> over thirty, and you feel, you get you're so locked into this this societal expectation of who you are, and you're miserable. 
You're miserable. I say find that thing that makes you feel like you did when you were a kid because I found that on a freaking bike, man. And it will change your life. It will liberate you from the freaking prison you have fucking found yourself in. I don't know. Go out and find your shit, man, because we might not be here tomorrow. Right. We might not be here tomorrow. So why are you wasting so much time trying to be what other people think you should be? And it's like, it's like we're all just one connected thing anyways. Anyways, right, right, right. The more and more you try and separate yourself and honestly diversify in a bad way, Mm -hmm. you're just fighting the system. That's it. Really, like all these these Assimilation is is imminent. And and it's the worst thing. Like actually, and I really really thought about it. It's funny too, because I was watching it this morning, Uh The Matrix, right? Uh Yeah. Neo's the bad guy. Neo's, Neo's the bad guy. Neo's not the good guy. Uh-huh. Honestly, what what Neo is is she was he was created by the Oracle mm-hmm. just to mess with that dude with the beard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. That's all. They just, I haven't seen all the movies, so I don't know. She's player two. That's uh-huh. it. You know what I mean? Like that's it. And they they made all this stuff about him being the one and uh-huh. all this yeah. stuff. What did they do? They went to Zion. No, that was Sodom and Gomorrah because uh-huh. they had a giant ass orgy uh-huh. on drugs. <laughs> That's not Zion. That's Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, that's stuff that people look back at and turn into a pillar of salt. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I read the Bible yeah. not because, oh, I, I, I'm so religious and, you know, Jesus uh-huh. is God and stuff. I think Jesus was just a really cool dude. Me too. A prophet. You know what I and, mean? And, and, we are all the son and daughters of God because we are all, at the end of the day, just God. And whatever God you want to call it. Yeah. The sun, the moon, the yeah, earth. Yeah, it's whatever, man. But we are all that. The big man with the beard, whatever. Source energy. Source ha- energy. It. I have this great you know episode I mean? with this guy who is preaching Islam. His name is Mumbashir, mm-hmm. and his imam was there, mm-hmm. uh, and his name was Khalil. Mm-hmm. And they were both great dudes, and I got them each on one episode. Uh-huh. But Mumbashir talked about how human beings are the only creatures that have reverse-shaped corneas. Our gaze goes inward, not outward. When animals look at prey, especially if they're carnivores, uh-huh. they zoom in on their prey and they hunt and attack. Uh-huh. We widen our eyes in things of grandeur and grandeur. You know uh-huh. what I mean? When things are so beautiful, our eyes dilate and we uh-huh. go, wow, look at how yeah. great everything yeah. is. Because we absorb it in, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. That's the thing about food, about love, about mm-hmm. emotion, connection, plants, animals. Like when we when we as humans go towards something, we don't we don't go, oh, we need to disconnect everything honestly mm-hmm. in our base mode is assimilation it's mm-hmm. look at everything well no that's what know? i was going to say too is like and we have we are caught up in this idea that you can't look at the world and see beauty and shit that's not so beautiful maybe by society standards but you got us you know learn to see beauty in everything and it's a trained thinking we are trained in our thinking it's not our thought patterns are taught to us you can unlearn those and replace them with things that allow you I came from a place of not seeing beauty anywhere to see, and now I see it everywhere. And in everything I look at, everything, all day long, I am in awe of the fucking gloriousness of what we get to be a part of. And so I know that you don't have to fucking be miserable. You don't have to have everything either to be really fucking cool with where you're at in life. That's, that's the Alan Watts coming out, and you're right there. <laughs> I, he, he has my favorite quote, so I'm actually going to say this for the first time on season two. Now, for the first season, I talked about a three-step plan that had to do with my business. Mm-hmm. It's where you say something to somebody, mm-hmm. somebody has to listen to you. That's the most important part, and somebody has to say it back to you to check you on your shit. That's how business works, mm-hmm. always. Now, I have the three evident truths, because Buddha had one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My three evident truths have to do with spirit, body, and mind. Uh-huh. I didn't say that backwards. 
everybody else has it backwards. That's right. That's what it right. is is you have to have your spirit first, and what your yep. spirit is is that love that I was talking about that you radiate that everywhere. Osho. Yes. And that's all you yes. give. You can literally have people yes. cut your stride and you, you just keep on walking. You keep you loving and you just keep loving. Because what else? Yeah. And they get hit with your love and they go, oh shit, I did something wrong. <laughs> right. They're like, oh man. And once you have that, your spirit's good because if you're not, if you don't have your spirit, you're not going to take care of your body yes. or your mind. So that comes first. And that doesn't mean to, and just real quick to interject, that doesn't mean that your spirit has to be perfectly aligned all the time. That doesn't mean you get, don't get to pop off once in a while and fucking lose your shit. You know what I mean? Because sometimes we lose our shit. We're human beings. We don't get to be spirit all the time. And when you, and when you have love, the thing is, is it's a gift from the universe. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I think it is. Mm-hmm. So I think it comes from some pocket in the universe. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like an energy, right? Oh, it's... And, the best kind of energy. And what happens to Wi-Fi? Signals turn off sometimes mm-hmm. because you did something wrong. And that's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. You can always get it back. Always. Well, you have to say, well, you just did something that's in counterbalance with the energy you're trying to attract. Let's take it, wrong and right and wrong out of it for that matter. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So you're counterbalancing, you're counteracting mm-hmm. the energy you're moving towards. And so it doesn't feel good. Right. You do, you're not flowing. You're not a good conduit. Yes, that's right. right. That's right. That's a good way to yeah. put it. Thank yeah. you. And then, so next comes into your body. And this one's a little controversial, so I'll I'll say this, but, you know, there's no censorship. You know, everybody say whatever they want. That's right. (laughs) You inherit the sins of your father. Uh Uh-huh. Everybody around you, you will always absorb karma. Absolutely. Every time, but... Because not only do you absorb it, but it's taught to you. And and the thing is, is when... Now, see... this is this is a crazy. How they interact with you. This is a crazy theory because everybody's a fucking scientist, and just because I don't have a college degree doesn't mean I'm not smart. DNA is a timeline. It's not a fucking set structure. Uh-huh. It always changes and mutates. Yeah. yeah. So when your parents made you, only at that point were you 50% of their DNA. Once uh-huh. you were born, your mutation started, and you're a completely different person. Yeah. So at that point, you inherited the sins of your father. What I mean is. Whatever your mom and dad did did in their lives before you were born, either fucked you or made you a perfect model of society. And what basically what it does, yeah, they, because whatever they fucking their experiences cause how they look at you, and how they feel like they need to raise you, and how they their actions don't always meet up with their their words, and how all that shit goes on. Now more than that, the people around them. Remember how I was saying yeah. that? Yeah. Like it's not the parents' job really to raise the kid because kids don't listen to parents. It's, mm-hmm. And it's just the truth. It's just how it is. Now the parents. Yeah, they can. They need to feed for them. They need to clothe them. Uh-huh. They need to provide shelter for them. Give them support. Stuff that people shouldn't do. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not saying that other people like, like your your grandmother can't go over to like your granddaughter and be like, hey, listen, like I know you have a boyfriend and mm-hmm. I want to tell you, you know, talk to mm-hmm. you about some things. You should definitely do that. It's not mm-hmm. just a parent's job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like people get that burden on parents. Like, here, go grab your kid, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Why aren't you a good parent? Stop inheriting the sins of your father mm-hmm. and saying that you're not good enough or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you are a parent, too. Well, part of it is, I think, too, is maybe we need to take a more, and this might come off really crass or, like, cold-hearted, but a more animalistic view towards parenting. In the animal kingdom, all other species besides human beings, their job is to give birth, Make sure the kid gets to a viable age and then kick it the fuck out the nest so it can go out there and figure shit out. And that's when I was talking about the engorging mother. The engorging you know mother what I mean? is the and worst thing for you because she doesn't teach you how to kick yourself out to be yeah. able to feed yourself. She'll always keep you there and keep engorging you, make you fat. And mm-hmm. for men, oh, it gets so bad because as a man, like... Oh, yeah, so many men are fucked up because of their mothers. Oh, and, There and, are so many fucked up dudes out there because of their mothers, man. I'm mean. sorry, moms. And I'm guilty of it, too, I'm sure. We have fucked up our sons, okay? And that's what I mean about <laughs> inheriting the sins of your father. Quotations on father. It's just uh-huh. everybody, but it's yeah. a Bible quote, so it's, yeah, it's I easy get it. for everybody I get it, to do. Yeah. Now, the third one. See, that was your body, right? Mm-hmm. So now you're working. What do you do? Uh, oh, diabetes runs in my family. Uh, no, uh, 
a diet runs in your family. Uh, that's what it happens. Okay, you eat your grandma's food, right? She put half a stick of lard in there, and you wonder why you have diabetes. Okay, stop that. That's on a funny note. You know what I mean? That's on a funny note. On on, on serious stuff that we talked about before. On a funny thing, work out, eat healthy. Yeah. Stop stop letting your parents decide what you're gonna eat. Oh well, my mom bought me these pop chips, so that's why I eat them all the time. Where's your job at, bro? Go get your own money. Why don't you cook stuff for your mom? She cooked for you so much. I cooked for my mom since I was seven years old. She and she's cooked for me. You know what I mean? Like we're yeah. best friends. Like that's yeah. how that's how it's yeah. supposed to be. So on the third note, is your mind, and the mind is the last thing to go. Sometimes you don't even need to worry about it. That's the beautiful part about mm -hmm. it. Is sometimes take the mind out of the equation. Because if you're gonna focus on fixing your mind, you just ruined it, dude. And if you fix your spirit, your mind just follows suit. And so does your body. And it goes. And there you go. And, and so that's where it starts. And, and that's where I feel like people had it backwards. They always say mind, body, spirit. No, mm -hmm. you're thinking too much. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Spirit, body, mind. Now the, now the mind, yeah. the, the, the quote I have for it is from Alan Watts. Mm -hmm. And it's every single time you think you're thinking, you're actually just listening. Mm -hmm. All of your thoughts are not your own. Being a Zen Buddhist mm -hmm. isn't thinking of your existence in God while peeling potatoes. It's just peeling potatoes. That's all you need to do. He talks about all the time about how if you're a, if you are in a job that you hate, you wish that you were a leaf in the wind. And then once you become a leaf, you realize that you were the leaf and the wind the whole time. Mm -hmm. Your mind is so fucking calm and always takes care. Now, this is a weird thing about your body. If you think about it, all your body is and all of our bodies are aren't us. They're just this mm -hmm. weird fungus that Mother Nature produced to mm -hmm. be able to expel nitrogen and carbon dioxide. We're just... <laughs> We're just fungus. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. Like, that's all our body is. Why do you think we like magic mushrooms, homie? Why do you think we like smoking weed? Fuck yeah. Why do you think we that's eat other shit. animals? Why do you think we eat other animals? Mushrooms decay things. Like, sorry, vegans. Like, like, like we do these things. I was and vegan. And he was vegan. I was vegan. I get it. And I, and, I hated, and I hated mushrooms when I was vegan. That's the funniest thing. That's what I didn't get. So... So so then so then so then what's your mind? If if your body is just a weird fungus, what's your mind? Your mind is just the epicenter for for your the colony of all mm -hmm. your cells, mm -hmm. all these different fungus you mm -hmm. have, because that's all you are is bacteria. Really, it's controlling all that stuff, because you're mostly bacteria, which mm -hmm. means that your body is all bacteria. Yeah, you know. So you're a fungus. Sorry, it's just the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> it's fucking and, hilarious. And the things that aren't fungus are like trees and stuff, uh -huh. because what do they do? They don't expel nitrogen. And they don't expel carbon dioxide. <laughs> they absorb it and produce oxygen for us. That's fucking crazy. It's symbiotic. It's assimilation. It works, you know? We go full circle on the podcast. We're not connected at all. Yeah, right? You know? And it's it's funny because... And not just to each other, but everything. Right. And so and so your mind is just the epicenter to take care of it. So what's your what is you then? It's your it's your spirit. It's mm -hmm. your chi, it's your mm -hmm. virtue, it's whatever the hell you want to call it. Your 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 soul bond, your twin flame, and I'll, whatever. Your twin flame. Oh, whatever. I just some dude. I just somebody today just fucking I, on a post on one of my spiritual groups. Somebody just asked the question about do you think it's about twin flame shit? And I and my response, I commented, um, the twin flame journey is the journey with the to blend, to balance the masculine and feminine within thyself, not to find somebody outside here that's going to complete you, man. you got to complete your fucking self. Even though Instagram's kind of cheesy, it has some good quotes in there because uh -huh. I saw this really good quote that was like, that was like, find your soulmate, and then it said, no, find your soul, comma, mate. That's, that's right. That's because you know what I found is that like, and I'm not perfect at it yet, and I probably might never be, but I'm good, man. Okay. But, um, Can I have the lighter then? Is that... Because I mostly interact with the world around me from a place of I love the fuck out of life and myself and therefore I love every fucking thing in front of me. 
I can go into a relationship with a friend or a lover or a business person and just be okay, so okay within myself that I don't need you to be, do, say, see anything in me. I'm going to be okay. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You do you, I'll do me, and I'll do my best not to bring that old shit that I don't give a fuck about anymore into this mix, and you do the same, and sometimes we'll fuck up, and when we do, let's just own that shit, back it up, and fucking good, and renegotiate, renegotiate. Everything's about negotiation, right? And being willing to understand that we're going to change from day to day, and so everything changes from day to day. And me as a person, what I realized, just actually literally just like a couple of days ago in the morning, like when I was telling you mm-hmm. that I like just had that revelation. Mm-hmm. And that's what we were talking about earlier is like being that piece of shit that, that's actually good for society, <laughs> which is a weird conundrum, works. But what happens with me, especially with like, say, like women, mm-hmm. say, is like, I'll just be like, hey, yo, man, everything's kind of cool. And then they'll fall in love with me. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll give some love back. And then uh-huh. I'm just like, all right, I didn't kind of want this. It's you know what I mean? It's the idea because everybody's got this idea that a relationship has to be a certain thing. And and so what I learned really right now, you know, it's got to look a certain way. Right, not to cut you off or anything like no, that. That's what good. I learned, I learned really like <laughs> what it is is like there, there's you're gonna find somebody who even though it, they're really mm-hmm. bad for you maybe or something like that, like they really do love you. You know what I mean? And you gotta just like let them do their thing. You gotta give them time. You gotta fucking do all these things that allow them to fucking get to a point to where. If you're ahead of them or not ahead of them, you know, because nothing's a race, you know what I mean? We're all just interjecting. But if you're at a point spiritually, body-wise, and mentally that you can... And it's not going to be a hard thing to let them go do their thing at all. It's not hard to let them go do their thing. Because you understand that they're. it's not about you. And the thing that I I have to do, like, I I still haven't, you know, said it yet, but, like, I need to say, like, you know, thank you for being there, like, for my shit. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't notice that you were going through stuff, too. You know what I mean? No, because you were a kid. You You were a kid. No, no, not even as a kid. This is literally just a while ago. Yeah, oh. Oh, It was literally just a couple, you know, a couple hours ago. But, like, it's because because I had it before. I was good. And then I, I lost it for a second nothing really helped it, uh-huh. you know what I mean, and stuff like that, because there's there's too many people trying to interject. I needed everybody, I was being too nice. I needed everybody to shut up. Yeah. Stop talking to me for a second. Get now, the fuck away get, from me. Get away God from me. damn it. And it's, and it's not the fact that, and it's not the fact that it's like, it's bad that they wanted to be around me. It's just the fact that if you're going to say that you have aloneness and you're all these kinds of things uh-huh. like that, don't project anything, yeah. you know, yeah. back. Well, and, and I can't be a dick about yeah. that and be, you know, or be too nice about it. You know what I mean? Well, and, here's the thing. Those people that want to be there for you in that way, it's because they want somebody, they want, they think they're, they're going to want somebody to be there that, in that way for them. And so what they're doing is they're doing what they would want you to do as opposed to what you need or what you're asking them to do. And that's what I did. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And that's what I did in a, yeah. in a certain way to where the people that I'm around with, mm-hmm they they're they're not objectively gonna inherently know how to handle that and so it's bad mm-hmm. for them you mm-hmm. know what i mean like it's, but it isn't bad for them exactly and, it, and it's not nothing's actually and it, good you or bad. Know, at the end of the day you shouldn't be worried about what's good or bad for them you should only be worried about what you need to be doing or and for you and what's even better right because if you're actually going to be a friend for somebody or you're going to uh-huh. be a family member for somebody it's you should take care of you so that way you could just be their friend or their family member That's it. for them. That's, That's it. it. That's it. You, you shouldn't be extra. You shouldn't come in. Don't at- expect other people. Well, because that teaches, you know, you know you're know, you never going to figure out how to stand up on your, own, on your own two feet as long as somebody's going to be there holding your hand. Right. Sometimes you got to just fucking be, I look, and I, I learned this from experience, just recent experience, man. Sometimes you got to be left with nothing and no one. And you got to figure it out. 
and then you get to fe- prove whether or not you got got what it takes to make it. I guess. And if that's if that's a good rule out of COVID, uh, other than other than wash your hands, stay six feet away from people. I think <laughs> a good rule is just let everybody just say what they want to say, and if it's shut the fuck up, get away from me. That's so good. That's okay. Just, that's okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. And then and you don't all have to agree. Yeah. People who this idea that we all have to think the exact same way is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck, man? Learn to think for yourself. Have your own opinions. Allow others to have their own opinions. Don't be so fucking like wobbly in your thoughts and ideas because they're not your own that you have to hate somebody else because they have differing viewpoints. Be solid enough in your own beliefs that you don't have to worry about what somebody else thinks or believes. Period. Period. Fuck, quit being bitches. And if your beliefs are actually not right or good or bad, but if they benefit you and other people around it, you'll see it and you won't even have to say a thing. That's right. And and part of being (coughs) an evolving human being is being open to the idea that your ideas might not be correct. That maybe there's more information that changes your viewpoint and not being so caught up in winning and being right that you aren't willing to look at things objectively and think, oh, maybe my idea can expand from this point and be different or change. It's called growth. you got to be willing to grow. And the only way you can grow is to quit thinking you always got to be right. Right. Exactly. Like, I, I don't... I, the thing is, what's funny is I, I code switch, uh-huh. but not in a point of like, oh, I know a different language. Uh-huh. I code switch between what I'm trying to say about myself and what I'm trying to say about other people. Uh-huh. That's how I code switch. Uh-huh. And I don't know necessarily what that is or whatever. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I'm not fucking psychotic or anything like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I've, I've, I've actually, I've, I've actually, actively worked on not being psychotic. No, like I've looked at, <laughs> I've looked at people who have like manic, like bipolarisms and stuff like that. And like, you find those people at like three o'clock in the morning shooting somebody. And when the cops asked them, what did you do? They said, well, I'm just playing basketball. I'm just waiting for my coach to get here. <laughs> that's psychotic. You uh-huh. know what I mean? That's yeah. different. Uh-huh. That's people who are just going through hard things. Uh-huh. You don't got to demonize them so bad. No. If they, if you want to, if they want to just be like, Hey man, honestly, I'm going to be a really shitty person. Get away from me. That's not psychotic. That's really more sane that's than really anything else. Honest. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, don't be, don't be so good to me that you're going to get so hurt at the end of the Mm -hmm. day. And that's what I do to myself, really. Well, and you know what that does to people too, is it makes people afraid to be honest about who they are and how they're feeling and what they're going through because they don't want to bother anybody. They don't want to be a burden to people. If we just let people feel what they were going to feel and didn't try to interject our own fucking personal feelings and opinions on it, maybe people would be more honest. Maybe people wouldn't be so fucked up. And I have I have probably like a lot of differing opinions when it comes from guest to guest. Uh-huh. Whenever I talk about anything, uh-huh. like me specifically, uh-huh. as Scorch Camel, aka Ricky, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> um, I I probably you know people are probably like wow this guy's probably like very hypocritical. No, like if if you know me, like especially as you do, like I, I encompass everything in life. Like uh-huh. I don't think of anything as bad ever. Uh-huh. There are only three things yeah. I think that are bad, and that's incest, pedophilia, and bestiality. Other uh-huh. than that. <laughs> Other than that, everything's pretty much actually cool, actually, in real life. Bestiality, too, huh? No, bestiality's bad. Pedophilia is bad. Incest is bad. Everything else is actually fine. Sad as it is to say, nature don't care about anything else except those three things. You know what I mean? Like, as bad as it is. You know what I'm saying? And so and so, people need to be, just be open to everything. Like, I, I will play devil's advocate for everybody all the time only because, man, what was Satan well, other than just an you. angel? I agree with you. I think people should be open to everything because whatever you don't want to do or be, you don't have to do or be. And don't worry about what other people are doing. 
It's none of your fucking business. It's none of your fucking business. It, it isn't. And it's none of your business what their opinions of you are. It's none of your fucking business. Who gives a shit? The joke I make about my 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 other three that I have, you know, with the uh-huh. incest people. I, I was like, I was like, I was like, man, if you want to go out with a chick who likes sacrificing chickens while she's riding on top of you, as long as she doesn't give off on the chicken and she gets <laughs> off on you, that's fine. You want to do some voodoo Santeria shit? That's cool. That's fine. You know, that's my example. So if that's how you want it, you know what I mean? Like. I've had this happen a lot. Like, every time I've ever had, like, a sexual encounter with a woman or anything, my dog is always there or whatever, and then he'll want to try and get in there. I'm just like, no, dog. I'm like, this is bad. This is horrible. Like, that's not good. Like, you should not be into that. That is not okay. Other than that, if you want to yeah, do... she wants the dog to get in on that shit, you might want to get rid of her, but otherwise, she's cool. Right. If you want to slam heroin with your gay lover and fucking tie each other up and have rape fantasies, that's fine. Go ahead. Do that's your thing. none of my business. Yeah, it's none of my business. Why would I care? You if know you want I mean? a fucking dog, it's really none of my business, too. But, but you of, should not but do I it. I don't want to know about it. You should not you do should, it. But it's still none of my business. I should actively stop those people though sorry yeah, if say. you see them but otherwise it's none of your business yeah. those are the only three things that you should actively stop man i mean besides you know besides a couple other things but really you know what i mean like just as it is and and a lot of people can catch me on this because i said i left a lot of things open in that, you know what i mean but that's fine go ahead you don't have to demonize me you're gonna get it. all just, kinds of fucking people that are on the rape culture thing that are gonna hate you right now and, and, the, and the thing about the thing really that i think that is a problem about rape culture in all honesty uh-huh. and this isn't me just being mean about it because uh-huh. humans are different uh-huh. and so i don't like people using this example so i'm gonna use it okay it's when they're just like oh well you know in nature like if women don't give up anything like the men usually has to take a more dominant role and assert their for oh that's for the, the most species. ridiculous thing i've ever heard right and a lot of dudes actually still use that like <laughs> really honestly ridiculous thing I've, i'm and, not even gonna fucking touch that I'm and that's not, not and that's not that's, oh, not that's none of my business and i'm not, I'm not i'm not justifying rape that's not what i'm saying the way that i would say it uh-huh. is i think what rape is for human uh-huh. beings uh-huh. a lot of times is a fantasy some men want to do it. Some women want it to them, uh-huh. or or vice versa. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like some 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 women want other women to do it to them. Some uh-huh. men want other men to do it to them. It's just a it's just a fetish. And the thing is, is but that's a separate issue, right? And it's and, a separate issue, right? And, and and if it's an issue to them, right? Uh-huh. It doesn't have to be. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't ever have no, to be. No, but I mean, if there's a girl walking down the street and some stranger fucking grabs her out of the in the bushes, that's a whole different story. That's that, that's not that's not what I'm talking about. That's not. I know that. That's a crime. That's That's what I'm trying to clarify you know, this yeah, right now. Yeah, that's a I'm crime. trying to help you out here, Ricky. Right. No, yeah. Okay, it's no. two separate issues. Right. Yeah. Two ways separate right. issues exactly. here. Okay. Exactly. We're talking one's a fucking S and M trick right. trip and one's, and one's fucking one's a, one's a, a crime. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. That's what I mean about devil's advocate, though. Is like, is like that's why that's why it's a slippery slope. Osho Ooh. talks about the razor's edge. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like those little things right there. Like it gets fucking. It gets to a point. <laughs> and me, like when I talk to things about people, right? Just like what uh-huh. I said. Like I'm so intense for people. Uh-huh. Like a lot of times. Yeah. Where, no. So yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, I like it. If I if yeah, people I'm if people good, do yeah. want to, especially if a woman wants to get into a relationship with me, like uh-huh. I made I've made people cry just for me talking about my feelings. Like uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like. Uh-huh. And I'm just happy. <laughs> like I'm not even being bad about it. They were just like, "Oh my god, that was the most intense thing ever." And I'm like, "Well, that's just how my life is." You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. If you can't handle it, please step aside. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Don't walk right. the razor's edge if you don't want to get cut. Because I I got scars all over me. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I kind of yeah, I kind of do, man. That's, that's, that's it. Just, that's it. I'm super intense, man. That's just who I am. Yeah. I've had some. I've been through some intense shit. I've had tense experience. Intense experiences. I'm just and I feel everything everything man and and so that leads to intensity but today it's not a bad thing i know how to kind of transmute it into something good but now because it took you, you a lot took me a while to get there you totally didn't plug your shit at all so i'll totally help you out for a second so oh, okay. this woman's totally a great poet and everything like that and i in the first season i talk about how words are spells uh-huh. and stuff like that uh-huh. and i i intensity 
Well, yes. I, I always make a joke about it. Oh, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, in intense, like camping. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or the circus, you know? Yes. But really, those things are very intense. Like, a yes. lot of people don't do it. Like, yeah. camping in the circus, like, people yeah. have a fear no, of right, clowns. Right, right, like, right. They have a fear of the dark out in the yes, woods and yes, stuff. We have horror sure. movies about yes, all these things. Yes, You know? And then and then in Tent City, we live in Stockton. We have a lot That's of Tent, tent cities. cities. Yes, and, I've and, lived in them. And, and, and I have, too. <laughs> and as a person who's a resident of Stockton, one of your biggest fears is being in there. Yes, it and is. it's a very intense yes. thing to be in. Yes, it is. So as a, as a very powerful oh, that's word. that's pretty cool. Right? That's as a very powerful cool. word. I, like I thought you'd yeah. appreciate that as a poet. I do, I do. You know, because I, 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 I am. And as a former homeless person, I, right. I do, too. <laughs> right. Yeah, because, no, I was, I was homeless, too. <laughs> yeah, trust yeah. Me. You it's know fucked I mean? up. It's fucked up. It's not It's not a nice thing. But no. the thing is. is the it's thing a very teaching, liberating thing, though. And and like I say. And humbling. Humbling. I humbling the, is the most important thing I think it is I walked the razor's edge not I, sorry I was interrupting yeah. you a lot that's right okay there, that's okay <laughs> that's okay I think they caught that yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, my bad about that no I think it was good um like it's there's there's a, there's, a, there's two types of homeless people though and this sounds weird there's homeless <laughs> people and then there's bums and bums cause problems for homeless people homeless people are just trying to get back into yeah. where they're trying to do Bums are the people who are like twenty years. They in. they need to either be inside a mental institution, have people help them, give mm -hmm. them a hug, and the type mm -hmm. of antidepressants <laughs> right. they need. Right. Or man, they're just really about some street life, and you need to just keep away from them. They're, they're, <laughs> you're they're absolutely, and you are. He's absolutely right. Those are the people absolutely that either right. when you're doing really grimy stuff, you pay them and hire them to catch the blame for you, and they'll they're fine with going to jail because they get a free meal. That's it. Those are the yeah. kinds of those are bums. That's, that's it. That, that's, and you're at one hundred percent correct on this that. is the reason why California has a problem with our homeless situation is not because of the homeless people, it's because of the bums. Yes. And people don't ever recognize that. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. I yeah, and that's one hundred percent correct. There are people out here inside of our city and New York and even Kentucky, even inside the nicest suburb that you've never thought of who are sitting there slamming very very hard drugs about to ruin their life and other people's around them mm -hmm. and they're bums they're secretly bums yeah you don't know it and this is what i mean about being bad but in a good way those mm -hmm. are people who, and you know we were yeah. talking about right and wrong not yeah, really yeah, but yeah. just for the yeah. short version yeah bums are people who do not benefit society and they need to be taught a certain way of being out of that mindset and yeah. sometimes people can't uh -huh. and like i said they need an antidepressant and a fucking hug or something you yeah. know what i mean get guns away from them do that uh, kind of stuff that's yeah. why people are so pro about this stuff and that's why when we were talking about crimes compared to devil's advocacy mm -hmm. there are crimes not just devil advocacies mm -hmm. yeah. you know what i mean yeah like there are lots of things that we have inside of our country that are really bad yeah we let slide all the all time all the time and that's fine in all actuality because really there are people there who are in the power to stop it mm -hmm. and they are going to stop it because there are people who are tired of stuff now mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah right like really we have nothing but time on our hands, COVID. Yeah, like, right, right. Look what you did. Everybody has all kinds of skills. Yeah. I've been doing coding classes and all kinds of really? shit. Like, I never would have thought I've been doing that. <laughs> I have two businesses. Like, oh, man, COVID. I just ride my bike. <laughs> <coughs> Clean a few houses here and there to keep fucking keep a little food in my stomach. But and then ride as, my bike. <laughs> and bums? They're not just in the in the streets. <laughs> they're in business. They're in your families. They're in your friend group. Oh they're yeah, they're in all those kinds of things. Yeah, and that's when people. And talk they're not about, always homeless. And they're not always homeless. Exactly. Yes, absolutely correct. And they they man they fucking ruin everything. And yep. it's the only thing that I think when people talk about this conscious war that we have and stuff mm -hmm. like that, mm -hmm. that's what it is. It's when you look at somebody and you tell them, "Hey man, you want some food or something like that?" And they go, "No, I want to fucking rob you." Whoa! <laughs> You're like. Wow, where'd that come from? And we, we as people, uh -huh. we love that stuff, uh -huh. actually, because our media... Oh, I would love the fuck out of that if somebody said that to me. I'd be like, I want to let you. And, 
I want to let you just for telling the fucking truth. And and because we go because we go full circle, that's the thing about being that bad person. So if I'm gonna be that bad, if I'm gonna be that secretly bad person, when that uh-huh. person's like, no, I want your wallet, I'll be like, cool. You're really gonna have to try very hard. And but at the end of this, I'm gonna be your friend. That's the difference right? between me and you. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. I'm still gonna be your friend after this. Yeah, that's the yeah, problem. Yeah. I'm gonna give you an ass whooping, and you're gonna learn. Yeah, you know. Yeah. That's the thing. Well, about- it's almost like respecting the enemy, right? And you need the you need that in order. Like I always say, the warrior. Like don't, when you're, it's not about not take not being the fight warrior and going to war and doing all that deal. If that's what you're here to do, it's about understanding when you're about to take that life in that millisecond or whatever it is that you recognize that this soul came here to allow you to do this thing that you're doing right now. Exactly. And so respect, have love for that. Understand, understand that, grasp that concept that this you could not be doing what you're doing without that fucking other end of it. So you have to respect everything that's going on. And that's a beautiful thing to say on Veterans Day too because the one thing I was taught is a Marine's nothing without his rifle or his Marine next to uh-huh. him, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, they really do like try and make like, I hate the word brotherhood, I'll just say like community, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because there's men and women, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's just, they're, they're, they are, they're beautiful communities. Like I was yeah. part of it for a second and yeah. people, like I said, all the time, we walk the razor's edge, people, like people demonize everything and stuff like that. Just mm-hmm. take back a second and just look at the people that are in it and mm-hmm. you'll understand that, yeah, behind that rifle mm-hmm. is a person who doesn't want to really do what they're doing. And they that's why you yeah. say thank you for your service. Yeah. Not because of, not because the government yeah. didn't tell us to do that. We as civilians made that phrase uh-huh. for uh-huh. people who are veterans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were, other veterans probably made it first, honestly, uh-huh. but when they were civilians, you know what I mean? They were like, well, thank yeah. you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you don't need to do all kinds of extra stuff that uh-huh. a lot of people do in the military. They do. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I said, it's the razor's no, edge. You well, know? it is. But it, I also, it's always goes back for me. It's about, like a, a lot of times kids that get into, because this is kids that they're getting into the military. This is not fully developed minds that are being signed up. These are kids still. Mm-hmm. And what they're a lot of times doing is trying to figure out a better life for themselves, a way out of circumstances that aren't real great. Mm-hmm. You want a way to be able to go get an education to travel the world. They're not fully comprehending what they might have to do based on signing some papers that takes away their right to make a choice but i i the one thing the one thing i will say though because i did totally sign that contract and was totally obligated if you know what you're gonna do and stuff like that well you were a little bit yeah older yeah yeah and i was i was an older uh when i got in i was 24 so yeah Yeah, that that is that is a big difference that's a huge difference from 18 right yeah and yeah so if i can give anybody some advice and stuff like that if you're gonna go infantry recon rangers spec ops anything like that and stuff like that just know what you're getting into, and there's no problem with signing that contract if that's what you want. Yeah. And, yeah. and if you don't want that, dude, go be a cook. Go be yeah, a... Right? Dude, the Marine Corps has lawyers. Uh-huh. And they yeah. give you a $65,000 starting bonus if you if you quit for that. You get to be a lawyer in the Marine Corps. Uh-huh. That's some jag shit right, right there. Right, right, I mean? right. If people want to say that's boring, oh, you're a liar. Because yeah. you get to go into cases where people are like, this guy murdered 49 people in uh-huh. Manila. And you're just like, what? Like, <laughs> you're like, hold on a second. And he's sitting there having PTSD super bad, holding them down. Like, that is a crazy court hearing. <laughs> okay, don't forget, you are in the military. If that, if you are in a deployment and you did a court hearing as a Marine Corps lawyer, you're still a Marine. You grab that rifle and you go shoot somebody if somebody goes off into uh-huh. your platoon. Even on deployment as a lawyer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're doing your job. Like, yeah. get skills that are good for you. Don't just don't just sign that dotted line because you're like, I want to serve my country and kill uh-huh. people. I get it. I did it. <laughs> it's not the same. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Get, get skills because even as infantry, you can go get skills all the uh-huh. time. Yeah. You can take C schools. You can do all kinds of stuff uh-huh. like that. If you drop out of recon school, 
dude, you're, you're free. They, they put you wherever you're at. All you got to do is think of stoicism. Look at Marcus Aurelius. Look at all these people who were put inside situations <laughs> they didn't want to be in. Just because you signed a contract, dude, there were people who were slaves inside human society. You think it's really that bad that you have four years out because you dropped out because your legs were got hurt? Uh. My legs got hurt. It's not that bad. It's not the end of the world. Go be a cook. Go be a chef. Go go be a lawyer. Go be a pilot. Go do something else. You could do whatever you want. Go to college. You could not go to college. You could do whatever you want. <laughs> and that's fine. But be a badass. Get some skills that are useful. Get yeah. some stuff that's that's really going to benefit you and other people around you. And nobody can say anything to you. Yeah. You can have your alone time. You can be with people. You can do all those kinds of things. And everything will be good. You know what I mean? <laughs> it really will. That's the that's the funniest part about it. Well, you know, everything's going to be good any, regardless. Everything's going to be good regardless. You like you like George Carlin? I do. He, I do. When, he, when he talked about, he was like, he was like, I don't like environmentalists because honestly the earth can just shake us off like a bunch of fleas and we're <laughs> right? just going to leave a little bit of styrofoam. Right? He was like, how bad are we actually? He was like, earth's been here for trillions and trillions and trillions of years and could just blow us up at any time. I know, right? He was like, these environmentalists need to stop. All these people worried about save the rhinos and stuff. He was like, you just really like rhinos. What about all these other species that could be surviving? You need to save them too, right? No, just the rhinos? I was like, man, that's smart. Uh, George Carlin is good. Yeah, he's he he's good. a genius for that. Yes, he really yes. is. And a lot of his social commentary is just right in the same line man uh, i can't exactly quote him but yeah no inheriting the sins of your father yeah. thing uh, i actually george carlin helped me make that uh connection because uh -huh. he, he was like he was like in the south they always talk about your pappy all the time he was like every single time i see somebody from the south i tell him something about my pappy he was like my pappy tells me fuck yo pappy <laughs> i was like i was like you know i was like yeah uh, i was like go ahead i was like that's that's something that everybody needs to know he's just like well my daddy taught me how to do this well honestly i don't give a shit and really honestly, what about you dog how are you doing you know what i mean like let's not worry about anything else right now your parents good all right what about you you yeah, know what right I mean? right like man like southern hospitality only goes so damn far uh -huh. you know <laughs> George Carlin really he's he's one of the people that I think like exemplified like comedy to allow it to be how it is. Yeah, but it's gone it's gotten so like yeah, safe. Mhm. Mm that like I admit, that's like there's no more comics like that. Actually it, it is safe, but it's almost in like it's almost dangerous in a different way because if you really think about it, like I mean, besides like the smut films that we had in like the seventies for specific mm -hmm. like theaters and stuff, like uh -huh. oh my god, like on t on like TV and stuff now, like there's just penis and nudity and and I'm not what? saying it's I'm not saying it's bad. You know I don't I mean? watch TV. I but, haven't watched TV in six years. But like so. there are there are comedy movies where I've completely just seen a person's penis. You know what, what? I mean and stuff like that. And it's like it's like wow. It's like yo, if you want to make that about comedy, like and if it's actually funny, it could be funny. But uh, people just go for shock factor nowadays. It's not even about comedy That's anymore. That's terrible. Pit boy. Um, <laughs> he's coming. I know he's always wandering everywhere. He got bored all of a sudden again, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, it's just like it's like comedy got real safe with the words they say, but then the actions they do, it's like whoa, holy crap! <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and comedy movies, there's like no like I I, I watch a lot of old movies, mm -hmm. like even like old Frank Sinatra movies uh -huh. that honestly aren't even that good. People uh -huh. always like talk about oh the old classics. I'm like, man, a lot of them are boring. They had like well, it's, cuts gotta, that were wrong. You, you have know? to be into the that's the whole cinematography of it because I've been into watching old movies right now. Um, like old black and white movies from like the 30s and 40s. And so, um, yeah, I, I know the acting's kind of like over the top and they're kind of boring, but there's something, I don't know, romantic about them. Yeah. They're very, it, there's something, I just, I don't know, I dig them. That's why movies like Casablanca and Gone with the Wind and stuff like that have stayed so true for so long yeah. because, and, oh yeah, oh, you want to talk about Gone with the Wind? 
Gone with the Wind is a horrible movie about relationships. <laughs> and racism. <laughs> She's just a plantation owner trying to get money out of this poor guy. And this guy's like, I like that. I want to get money out of you, too. That's all that movie is. And they love each other. And it's, they hate each other. And they're horrible for each other. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, look at them. Ashley. They're so good looking, too. And everything. Know, it's like, right? really? Are you sure? He had, like, brill cream on, man. His hair probably smelled. <laughs> she didn't bathe probably for a while, too, and everything like that. Nobody shaved. Man, that was probably disgusting, in all honesty. <laughs> You know, <laughs> man, people, yeah, people, people all love, they love all those. All those I movies. love those movies. And I, you know, I do. My mom, my mom watches Still Magnolias, uh, Mommy Dearest. I love uh, that movie. Oh, Mommy Dearest fried green was my favorite. Yeah, Fried Green Tomatoes. <laughs> Mommy Dearest was my favorite movie <laughs> the when notebook. I was like a young teenager. <laughs> she, made me, she made me watch all that stuff. <laughs> God, Steel Magnolias, The Color Purple, and and Gone with the Wind, and oh, one more I don't remember, but those movies yeah. I actually I actually like all, all those movies. Uh -huh. like, I don't hate movies. Like uh -huh. that's the thing. Like I don't inherently hate movies at all. You uh -huh. know, it's just a uh, it's just a uh, he he uh, Pitboy <laughs> Pitboy got into some nasty stuff or whatever. Uh -huh. He's been acting all weird this whole episode. I wondered what happened. He's just gotten into some nasty stuff. Yeah. Just lay down, bud. You're okay. You're you're fine. I'll give you a bath in just a little while. But I actually like all those movies. I was watching uh -huh. uh, Omega Man uh, mm -hmm. with Charlton Heston, mm -hmm. and he 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 was watching that Woodstock movie uh -huh. uh, in the theaters, and he was like, "Man, they don't make movies like that anymore." <laughs> I look at that like like the apocalypse. Like if it's in the apocalypse, like how bad is that movie? Would you watch it in the apocalypse? I would. I would. You know, I would. I'd listen to that shitty song in the apocalypse. If there was nothing else in the world. I'd be like, "What is this magical thing right here?" It's just like trash cans banging and a guy yelling in the background i'd be like this is magical what is this you know oh, <laughs> so you gotta you gotta take the apocalypse theory into that you know what that's I mean? like For, so they're so shitty i would only want to watch them in the apocalypse it's like, <laughs> no it's like it's like it's like it's like you, maybe maybe you watch them when you're having the shittiest day ever you watch them and you're just like you know maybe my day isn't I that bad i watch them because i like them right no i Not do too magnolias and shit like that but the old old like black and white movies i'm like into the film noir thing right now Right. I like, um, I really like really old Westerns. Like, honestly, like <laughs> yeah. it sounds, it sounds like a That's strange cool. thing, but my, okay. So my, um, my grandpa, <laughs> his brother, my real grandpa, his, his, his brother's dad uh -huh. was, uh, one of the old stuntmen for like all the way from the thirties uh -huh. and stuff like that. And I could see him inside all like, old shows, uh -huh. like even in Bonanza, like uh -huh. I, he was a stuntman. So That's I see him all the time fun. and I'm related to him and stuff like that. Like I have the heart of a cowboy in me because <laughs> like my friend, cowboy. Steve, my friend, Steve, he has bull whips <laughs> and stuff like that. And he sh when I was inside the Marine Corps, uh, when I had that revolver, I was like, this sounds, this is so easy. I think this is so nice. So I was like, and I've rode horses before I've, I've rubbed cattle. I've done a bunch of stuff. You know what I mean? And like people like Clint Eastwood, like Clint Eastwood's from San Francisco. Like people got to remember that California is the West. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. yeah, California yeah. was the wild west, the yeah. most west, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. that was the last thing to really get, yeah. you know, put in besides Texas, I think, mm -hmm. and Alaska to yeah. be, like, states, you know yeah. what I mean? California was some of the last frontiers. So yeah. we have some of the harshest climate. Go over to Yosemite. You want to hike? <laughs> oh, yeah, people go from all around the world to go to Yosemite. That is one of the harshest places to go hike. It's granite, sheer granite. I go in the wintertime. I want to go so half bad. Half the mountain face falls off of yeah. it. You know, nature's yeah. scary, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll get you right there, yeah, you I know? Love it. It's beautiful though. It's yeah. so amazing. Yeah. 
How many times have you been over there? I haven't been since I was a kid. Really? Yeah. No, I never went when the boys were there. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah, everybody, everybody that, uh, Angie's, Angie's sons, like, they lived in Yosemite, and yeah. all the friends that I know, like, they lived in Yosemite. Yeah, they all took off and lived there for, like, five years. I'm glad. It was, like, a good time for them. Yeah, no, it was really good, yeah. yeah. I and think it was a beautiful thing that they got to do. I thought you went over there a couple times. No. But, no okay, but... I had other stuff going on. Right, right. You yeah. Know. You know. Right. Yeah, well, life it is happens, what it know? is, man. Life shows up. Yeah, but places like Yosemite National yeah. National Forest, man, they're fucking beautiful. And we talked about a bunch of stuff on this podcast. I'm so glad I got you on here and yeah. everything. Yeah. And now I'm gonna let you have your last remarks. Go I don't ahead know and... what to say. I don't know what to say. Thank you so much, man. It's um, it's a pleasure. We've seen both. I think we've seen each other grow a lot through the last few few ten years or so. Yep. A whole lot. So. Yeah, it's been yeah. a whole decade, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. No, man. I, this is this was the kid that didn't know how to tell the truth, man. <laughs> the kid, biggest liar in the fucking place. Well, besides my husband at the time. Right. <laughs> now I'm the biggest truther in yes, the world. Yes, right, right. It's just crazy how shit changes, man. And I'm like a whole nother person, too. So. Right, yeah. So, you know, yeah, and you look good, good too. Like, yeah, you look healthy. You. Like, thank everything's you. good. Am, you know what I mean? Life is really good. Life That's is good. really good. Yeah, and we're here over at your place. Usually yeah. I do this at Victory Park, but yeah, yeah we're right over on. here. No, cool. You know, yours, cool. you know, thank you for having me over. Yep. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen of the audience. This is your host, Scorch Camel. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a good morning, good night, good afternoon, good lunch, good breakfast, good dinner. You know the whole thing. I did that in season one. But honestly, what I want to say is I hope you all love yourselves. I hope you're enjoying yourselves. Keep on rocking. Season two is going to be great. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. This one was a little bit more mellow because, you know, we did a bunch of road episodes, some on acid and stuff like that and everything. <laughs> so we're going to keep it rocking. I'm thinking about 60 episodes double up you know what i mean we did 30 last ones we're gonna do this one this time this has been Ange and this has been scorch camel i'm signing